0: This is Jacob Emerson with the Becker's Payer Issues podcast. Here's your biweekly industry news briefing for January 31st. The Cigna Group has reached a deal to sell its Medicare business to Healthcare Service Corporation for $3.3 billion. On January 31st, Cigna said that the sale includes its Medicare Advantage, supplemental benefits, Medicare Part D offerings, and Care Allies, its value based care management subsidiary. The deal is expected to free up $400 million in financial reserves for Cigna, making the total value of the deal $3.7 billion. The sale will nearly quadruple. Healthcare Service Corporation's Medicare Advantage membership, HCSC, which operates Blue Cross Blue Shield affiliates in Illinois, Texas, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and Montana, had about 217,000 217, Medicare Advantage members as of this January. Cigna has nearly 600,000 MA members, which is a small share of its 19 million insurance members in total. The company also has 450,000 Medicare supplement members and 2.5 million Part D plans. CEO David Cordani said, though the company's leadership believes Medicare remains an attractive segment of the healthcare market, the Medicare business requires resources disproportionate to its size in the company. Well, two large insurers based in Oakland, California, are implementing tougher security measures in response to rising crime in the city's downtown. Kaiser Permanente is now recommending that its employees in downtown Oakland stay in their office buildings during lunch. The memo sent to employees was prompted by street robberies of workers who left the office to get lunch. The company also requested that workers not based in Oakland avoid hosting meetings in its downtown offices. Kaiser is the city's largest employer. In a statement to Beckers, the company said in response to the current wave of armed robberies, vehicle theft, and related crimes affecting the entire Oakland community, we continue to provide guidance to keep our people as safe as possible. Kaiser is committed to ensuring the safety and security of our employees and physicians across all of our locations. In Oakland last year, violent crime increased 21% year-over-year, robberies rose 38%, and burglaries 23%. Blue Shield of California, also headquartered in Oakland, is providing employees with ride-sharing services, paid parking, and private security in response to the safety concerns. The company told Beckers that it recognizes the public safety challenges in the city and it is committed to fully supporting its employees' safety. Blue Shield employees are asked to come to the office at least twice a month and executives once a week. Well, open enrollment for the ACA exchanges is finished in most states, and a record 21.3 million people are now enrolled. That's a 30% increase year-over-year, or 5 million additional people. Federal premium subsidies drove that enrollment growth, along with Medicaid redeterminations. West Virginia recorded the highest rate of enrollment growth between 2023 and this year, while Maine and Washington, D.C. reported declining enrollment. Uh, The biggest states seeing the biggest growth, West Virginia, is up 80% year over year. Louisiana up 76%, Ohio 62%, Indiana 60%, and Tennessee 59%. Well, there's five key changes that could improve the Medicare Advantage program. That's according to Scan Group's CEO, Dr. Suchin Jain. He wrote that in an article in Forbes, January 30th. He says that though the program does provide more benefits at a lower cost to older adults, there are, of course, well-documented issues with Medicare Advantage. A few few improvements he recommended to cut down on program overpayments and to improve the quality of the program include standardizing benefits to make sure that plans provide valuable supplemental benefits. MedPAC has pitched standard benefits as a way to simplify beneficiaries' choices. He also is recommending reforming the broker industry to focus on providing supports for the entire time beneficiaries are enrolled in MA and not just when they choose their plan initially. He's also recommending reorienting star ratings around outcomes rather than processes, updating risk adjustment audits to focus on current data rather than data from the past going back years, and incentivizing capitated payments to providers. Nearly half of people with traditional Medicare are now enrolled in accountable care organizations. CMS said that January 29th. The agency said that 50 new ACOs joined the Medicare Shared Savings Program, the largest ACO model that CMS offers. There are now 480 ACOs participating in Shared Savings, and another 245 participating in ACO Reach and Kidney Care Choices. C.M.S. is going to be paying $20 million in advance investment payments to 19 newly formed ACOs to fund care for underserved beneficiaries. That funding will go toward hiring community health workers, health assessment and screening tools, and quality improvement. A bipartisan group of lawmakers is urging C.M.S. to maintain payment and policy stability within Medicare Advantage. In a letter to CMS CMS Administrator Chiquita Brooks-LaSure, the group of 60 senators asked the agency to consider the ongoing implementation of program reforms finalized last year and provide stability for the Medicare Advantage program in 2025. CMS is phasing in rate adjustment changes over the next three years, starting this year. Insurers have maintained the changes amount to a funding cut, while CMS says the payments are a slight bump in pay. The agency is expected to announce its rate notice for 2025 in the coming weeks. The lawmakers wrote they look forward to working with the agency in tamping down deceptive marketing practices and improving prior authorization and transparency within the program. That letter does come after two other lawmakers, Senator Elizabeth Warren and Representative Pramila Jayapal wrote to CMS urging more action on curbing overpayments to the program. And finally, the Federal No Surprises Act is estimated to have prevented more than 10 million surprise medical bills during the first nine months of 2023. That's according to a new report from AHIP and the BCBS Association. Those findings come from a November survey of 21 payers representing 65 of percent of the country's entire commercial market. During the first three quarters of last year, there were an estimated 10.1 million No Surprises Act eligible claims. That represents about 0.7% of all commercial claims processed by insurers. The majority of eligible claims were resolved through an initial payment as required by federal law. Fewer than a quarter of eligible claims entered the law's 30-day open negotiation process. Of Those that did, 73% were resolved without initiating the independent dispute resolution process. For almost 80% of eligible claims resolved without the dispute resolution process, Providers accepted the initial payment offered by insurers. If you like the latest health insurance industry news delivered straight to your inbox every morning, subscribe to the Becker's Payer Issues e-newsletter on our website at beckerspayer.com.